Warning, if you're faint of heart or easily offended, this show is not for you. All right, welcome to the Nick Fertucci Show. I am Nick Fertucci, and I am here with Nick Airball Arcot. They've been waiting for this one. You're one of the most controversial son of a bitches on the show right now. So we got a lot to talk about. We do, right? I There's bet. the laugh. Yeah, there there's the laugh. Okay. All right, let's get the let's get the bullshit out of the way. Uh, Nick, you're 26. Yep. All right. Give me a little bit of your background about where you went to school, all this stuff. You know, we're gonna get to, and then let's get to the fun stuff. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I uh, went to school in China. I've talked about this at New York University in Shanghai. Yeah. So I was in China for three years, speak Mandarin. Um, out of school, lived in uh, New York, then lived in LA, then back to New York, and then back to LA, all for investment banking jobs. Yeah. And now I'm here, and luckily enough, back playing some high-stakes poker. So you're an investment banker. Mm -hmm. How long have you been doing that? Since school. So like four or five years. Four or five years. And you mm -hmm. married your high school sweetheart? That's right. She's hot. Yep. Blonde, little blonde Smoking girl. Smoking hot. Yep. That's cool. And uh, just for kicks, like when you're at the table and they're speaking Chinese, you know what they're saying. Always. Mm. Yeah. And you can communicate at a high level. You're not like half like yeah. half-assed. Let's uh, do me a favor. Give your intro about your school mm -hmm. and your just what we talked about in Mandarin. Just okay. for like 10 seconds. Okay. Wow. Shabu shabu, bro. That's amazing, man. Uh, that's that, that has to be like... I wish I could do that. Yeah. That's like really cool. It's handy. Yeah, it's very it's handy, handy at a poker table. It's very handy <laughs> at a poker you're table. If you're like at a poker table and they don't know who you are and they're like, wow, wow this guy's, a, you know, you know. Yeah, that's I, good. I think my first time playing with Wesley, he was talking to someone in Mandarin and he was giving them some coaching. Oh, he was? Of course. Yeah, and I, that's what he does. I start giggling because I understood. And he just looked at me like, why are you giggling? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then he figured out and I understood. You let him know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you could have held on to that a little I longer. I should have. Very valuable. I should have, but yeah, uh, I'm yeah. too excited. You're too excited. That's right. You, you have a tough time not saying what you think oh yeah I like at to talk. all times all the time you're a talker yeah yes. we'll get to that i'm sure we're gonna get to that <laughs> all right uh all right so it says here well when did you start playing poker it says here you you played underground games in china and new york city but tell me about that whole train how you got into it how you started playing and then we'll get into the evolution of you and your game yeah so i actually started like not really playing but i played for the first few times as like a kid like my dad used yeah. to play poker with his buddies he even played the main event once like he prim prim yes. I remember, prim I yeah remember his he uh name. like he satellited in with like his buddies like they all did like a little like sit and go type thing and he got to play the main event so i like had seen poker i'd played some family poker events and then in college uh played with my buddies like first semester or whatever and just kind of got into it and started enjoying it yeah and then you know started playing some underground games in shanghai which there's like a lot of action in china and like there's big action small action and the action's crazy what kind of action were you in at the time small definitely small action. definitely small <laughs> like very small starts like i mean at, at first i was playing like one rmb two rmb which was at the time equivalent of like 15 cent 30 cent Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it was like... So you were breaking your poker hymen. Yeah, I was like a college student. Yeah. Like, you know, I had some extra money. I would go play. Yeah. Like, it was more just like a social thing and for fun. And like, yeah, I was trying to win. 
and then slowly started like playing bigger and just yeah. get, getting more into it. And I like gambling, <laughs> right? And um, and then so then when I was in New York, same thing, just playing underground games. I mean, there's a lot of action in New York as well, although it's yeah. it's a little more like icky to be a part of. But yeah, well, we were talking. I was talking to Christian Soto in a podcast they did. He was telling me a lot about the underground mm-hmm. New York games. Yeah, so I mean, there's some crazy stuff that I seen in the New York. Like one time I was playing one two in New York. One dollar, two dollars. One dollar, two dollars. I was just like, I went after school with a buddy. We were just messing around, right? And a guy shows up and he's like, he pulls out like two bricks, 100K. And he goes, I'm all in every hand for the next hour. And for one hour, he went all in every hand. Obviously, you know how I did. I got fucking destroyed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I saw a king and I was like, call. Right, <laughs> right. Just, like, lost everyone. <laughs> but like, that was like, I mean, I have some good memories of crazy stuff like that in New York. Yeah, that's cool. And then so when you started playing because i know you went back and forth mm-hmm. and there was a time during covid we played a lot together mm-hmm. uh, he- here yeah we played some games just to have fun and, mm-hmm. and keep going once uh you know um people started coming out again and what how how did you start going up the ranks like you know because i could remember back just a year or two ago and we'll get to it we'll get to this other subject in a minute but i can remember like a year or two ago you know we were playing 2550 100 200 would have been big Right. Uh, and, you know, not until recently have you started playing at like this higher level with buying in 400, 500,000, a million, 700. Like, I guess take me from how you went so quickly from here to here. And then I'll try to ask you some questions in there to tie some things together. Yeah. So I guess I, the first thing I'll say is like in college, I used to watch live at the bike all the time. Which, yeah. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said their name, but no, you, no, no, no. Live at the bikes on the table. They're a real show. Let's yeah. talk about them. Yeah. I mean, when, when Nick Ryan used to run it, I used to yeah. watch and is, is that how you met Ryan through that? Kind of. So I met Ryan just because I was playing PLO at the at the bike and I was drunk and he was oh, like, God. this yum, guy's yum. good action. Yum, yeah. Yum, yeah. And I like turned a 5.5 five PLO into like a 20.40 and just lost <laughs> infinite or whatever. Yeah. He was like, this guy's great. Yeah. But, you know, I used to watch live at the bike and my favorite days were Fridays, like to watch the big game with Garrett and Andy and you and like, uh, yeah. remember that guy Gary used to play? Gary the Hare. Yes. Dan Zach. Dan Zach. They um, were killers. There were, it was such, it was a really tough lineup and I used to always really enjoy it because I used to always just think, wow, like watching Garrett, like Did you? Did you feel sorry for me? I just thought you were drawing dead. Yeah, I yeah. was. No, but that's I was why like, I'm asking you. I was like, at least this guy has infinite. So like, yeah. he can be drawing dead and like, <laughs> it's just like, it's just like this much money now. Actually, so. if there's a term of drawing less than dead, that's what yeah. I was drawing. Yeah. But I do think that, and I remember thinking this, that like, as I watched over like, what, two years, maybe you were at Live at the Bike or something yeah. playing regularly. You definitely improved a lot. Oh, I, evolved, I remember yeah. like noticing that and thinking like, you know, Nick's not like a spot the way he used to be. Like now, like. He's probably I could break, break even. breaking even. I That's could break I thought. even I thought and have were... some wins by the end of the That's time. And I then thought. I was going into the Tuesday game and, and crushing. crushing. Yeah, yeah. and that was obvious. I mean, yeah. the Tuesday game was yeah. just free for you. But I mean, so I used to watch them and I would just, you know, I always wanted to play big. Like the idea of playing like in a game that was like, you know, quarter 50 was like, wow. And I remember my first time playing like 1025. It was in the Legends room at the bike. It was one of those games Ryan hosted. Remember he used to host of that? Of course, yeah, the VIP room. Yes, room. and I remember uh, the first time it was 1025. We had those blue chips from the bike. And I yeah. remember I was very nervous playing that. And I remember Andy was there and he had like, 40k or whatever yeah that was big time and i the stack was like here and i was like holy shit this is a big game and i was really excited you know and uh you know just played that game a little bit and then slowly i just kind of slowly moved up and then some things went well for me with work i kind of like as ryan said i've binked a little bit in life and done well and then i'm a gambler and i also just i love the action so i'm willing to play as big as possible and like just put it on the line where was the trajectory for you with the work because is that playing into how you're able to 
or not able to, but willing to, able to, to start buying in for half a million dollars. Because even if we go back, if I think back even less than a year ago, mm-hmm. we were playing 2550 or 1-2. And like if you had 50 on the table, was that was a big stack for you. You yeah, were nervous. For sure. And you would be super monkey tilted being down 30, 40K. <laughs> How so fast has that changed? You know, even like a month ago, I'd be super monkey tilted being down 30, 40K. I think... It's not necessarily that my financial situation has changed as much, although it definitely has. Has it? But a a lot of it has just been like playing a lot of high stakes. So like when you don't play, I feel like high stakes at all. And then you get a chance in a big game. It feels like, wow, this is a big swing. This is a lot of money because it is. Yeah. And like it sucks to lose like 30, 40K playing 50, 100 your first time. Right. Yeah. But then nowadays, like getting to play you know, 50 hundred is like the smallest game I play now. And so like now when I swing 30, 40 K, I'm just like, this is normal. Like, yeah, last, you've accepted it. Exactly. Like yesterday I lost like a hundred. It honestly, like not like in a, what's brag- today's date. So we could timestamp. So, so today is, um, the, I don't know myself 19th. So we played, um, we played two, four, four, eight yesterday with me, Andy stacks, yeah. JR, you know, yeah. Aaron Zhang swingy game. Um, I got owned by everyone, <laughs> but like I lost a hundred and like, I, you know, a month ago, if I lost 100, I'd be very tilted. But now that we have these big games all the time, I'm like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like tomorrow, or I mean, Monday, we're hoping to play 500, 500, 1K ante, 100K min. When you say Monday? This upcoming Monday off stream, we're hoping to play. Oh, off stream. Got yeah. it. Because I know we're not running yeah, yeah. any. So yeah. like, <clears throat> we're going to have, there's like some people in town who want to play big. So there's 500, 500, 1,000. Ante, yeah. And then ante. we're going to play 100K min, I think. 100K min. Who's some of the people that might play? So that game will be um, me, Andy, Aaron Zhang, and then uh, there's four Chinese people from out of town who are nice. here for like a month and they, okay. they want some big action. There, are they friends of Andy's or Aaron's? The both. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And like, I know them, Charles knows them. Like I, it, kind of, we all know of them and then they're here. And so like now there's these big games. So I'm like hundred K swing in that game is going to be it's nothing. nothing. It's, it's so a, it's an orbit. Right. So that's kind of part of the reason why like the swings don't bother me much anymore is because I know the opportunity to be on the right side of them is there. And so I'm like, if I lose today, like I can always have tomorrow. And then uh, when you, if you play in this game, are you going to let anyone know you speak Mandarin? They all know. Oh, they know. Okay. They all know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So let me ask you a question. You know, you know, we both know sometimes rumors are bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. And they can be <laughs> hurtful. So I'm just going to ask because I've heard this like three or four times. You're welcome to say no comment. Uh-huh. Do you have trust fund money? No. Does Prim Prim send no, you money? No, because it's the word on the it's street. It's my now. favorite joke. It's gotta make the joke on the street. You do it? all the time. Yeah, oh, I yeah. Because I've been told this three or four I, times, and I'm like, I don't know. I say my dad. I don't know what his coming out party was yeah. into the half a million dollar. I tell everyone show. my dad backs me as a joke. Oh, you do? Yeah. So a, that came from you. Yeah, it's a joke. Oh, you started your own rumor. I thought it was obvious a joke. That's the dude. <laughs> whoever got that and got that, it got to me. I never knew you said that on stream. I'm like. It could be. I mean, where the fuck this kid's 26 years old? He was playing, you know, like the anti game and now he's buying it for 90 million. Like maybe, I don't know, maybe you came to an, maybe 26 is the age you got your inheritance. <laughs> you know what's funny actually? <laughs> so my dad's driving down right now to for Thanksgiving with my mom. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, oh, we might play like 2550 off stream on Wednesday. I was like, if you want to play, I'll, I'll give you 10K. You can play. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no I don't want to play. No yeah. way, yeah. So, but he's the biggest fan. He watches most of the shows. Not most. Every show. He watches every and like, show. Even the shows that I don't play now, he watches. He knows all the players. Oh, uh, nice. After, so I, I talk to my dad almost every day because I call him on my way to work. I don't know. Just like I, we're very good friends, I guess. Yeah. So every day, like he gives me a report on the day the day before. So like on Tuesday this week, he's like, Nick didn't play. This person played. This person won. Wednesday, he's like, this, you know, he's like Thursday. He's like, oh, the game was so slow. There 
so much tanking. Everyone's on. T he's telling me everything every day. It's a so he gets it now. Oh yeah, and he like he loves watching it. He loves the characters. Like when I tell him the Friday lineup, like for example, yesterday, he was so excited. He's like, oh, that's so much. He's like, I love all those guys. those guys. Like yeah. yeah, he's like, it's a great group. Is he a wreck? Nervous wreck for you a lot of times? Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't like watching. Even when now you're playing like you are. The yeah, is, he's probably he knows the money like doesn't like if I lose two or three hundred or whatever, it's not like going to change anything. Yeah. But like he gets very nervous because like to him it's just like yeah he's old school yeah it's they, like they that's a lot of that. he's like it's gambling still and it's a yeah, lot of money right. and he's like you know he, he gets worried but at the end of the time at the end of the day he also really likes poker and he loves like watching it and right. it's funny though because he's um he's old school with how he plays too like you know he'll tell me like you have pocket eights like why did you raise you know like why don't you just like limp in and try to see a flop and yeah. or he's like you know why'd you bluff that guy like you know and he just doesn't quite, quite get it so no like, no right so he's wondering why you're doing this mm -hmm. and you're explaining it to him yeah. so you have a lot of you talk a lot of shop with dad yeah for sure like i mean the that big hand i folded to button clicker last week i had ace king of hearts on the river and i folded i, I don't know if you've seen that hand i did not see that one we'll uh -huh. talk about the other one but um so. On the river, like I bet 50k or something, and button clicker made it 155, and I had the nut flush on a paired board, and I folded. But my and my dad asked me after, he's like, I was like, oh, were you nervous when that guy? Oh, it's when he had the jacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see it. So my dad mm, was like, apologies. he's like, um, I asked him, I was like, were you nervous when that river came? Because yeah. I knew he must have been like, oh, fuck, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a disaster. How'd you know to fold that? I mean, obviously that's that could be a fold. It's a paired board, but I'm just um, saying, in that particular hand, what was the what was the deciding factor to let that go, if there was any, or just sure. flip of a coin? Um, okay, I'll, I guess there's like a little bit of poker strategy and a little bit of meta to it. Okay. So the poker strategy is that I don't think there's any bluffs. Like I, I can't think of a single hand he could be bluffing with. The only hand I can think of that maybe is a bluff is Queen Jack of Hearts, but that hand is just super strong and can just call my bet because I didn't bet too much. I bet two thirds right. spot. Right. So there's no bluffs, and like even though this guy's like an online wizard and like theoretically finding bluffs in every line, like I just don't think in a live game thousand BB deep, he's finding a bluff there. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Second thing is I don't think he's overvaluing a hand. And then like I block all the cards that he would use as bluffs. Like if he had ace jack with ace of hearts, he might bluff with that. Or king jack with the king of hearts, he might bluff with that. But I block those. And then the other meta is like this guy's on one bullet. It's the biggest game he's ever played. I don't think he's going for it against me. Like I have right. I have a reputation of just being like an idiot and like stationing in big spots. Like I don't think he's going for is it. Is that something me. you've acquired and built up on purpose, that reputation? Because obviously you don't believe that's true. I mean, I'm pretty stationy. I think the reputation is reasonable, but is it? I also think that like I'm more capable of making a big fold if, than people think <laughs> than I people am. people think, yeah. yeah. That being said, like I don't really like to do it. <laughs> you could be, you're sticky. Yeah, like yeah. I, I was pretty close to, like, for example, if that was anyone else at the table except for him, I would have paid it off. You would have. Yeah. And another part of that was just because like, I was like, if I pay this guy off another 110K, and this is like super fishy thought process, but it's the truth. I was like, if I pay this guy off, that money goes into the abyss. It's gone. It's done. That's right. It's not if, coming if back I, out. Right. If I yeah, give it, it to sense. anyone else in this game, I'm going to sit with them. That's another... not really fishy. That's that. There's some yeah. content. And I'm like, content to exactly. That. Like if it was like Andy or JR, or Aaron, guys who I'm playing with frequently, I would have beat them in the pot. Mm. Nothing to think got about. It. My hand's yeah. super strong. If you got it, you got it. And we're going to play tomorrow. I don't care. But with the wizard, I'm like, eh, I'm going to try to make the right decision here and not yeah. give the wizard 110K, which I think is reasonable. It is reasonable. No, it was a yeah. great fold too. Made, yeah, so. I get it. Um, so I, we kind of talked about this, but so just the emotional swings you've come You've you've embraced more now variance and you feel comfortable that because you're going to play as often as you are and you probably feel good about your skills mm -hmm. that you're less concerned with the variance and the swings. It doesn't I think you've made a comment too like if I'm going to play scared I don't want to play. Mm -hmm. Recently I heard I've, you say that. Yeah, I have two rules when I play poker. 
Number one is I have to have fun. So like it has to be like people, like I can't be people I don't like. We'll and, talk about that. Yeah. And then yeah. number two is I can't be scared because there's definitely been games like even on stream when I first played some of the bigger ones where I was scared like or nervous, you know, about the money and yeah. like, the dollars and everything. Not once again, not because it's going to change anything, but just it's like when you it's foreign territory right like the first time you bet a hundred thousand you're like fuck i just bet a hundred thousand dollars like that's a lot of money the first time you bet ten thousand even like that's a lot like i went and watched one of the first streams i played and i uh it was a tuesday game the first one i played and i think i bought in like 10k or something mm -hmm. maybe maybe 20k yeah that's what i'm saying and, that's what i remember yeah and i remember there was a hand i was watching where like I bet like 4,000 on the river. And I remember being in that moment and being like, wow, this is a big bet. Right. And I was like, I'm kind of nervous. Yeah, no, I remember you yeah. at that stage. That's why it's evolved so fast that I mm -hmm. don't understand if like, that's why I asked you the no, question I mean, about like, Prem just, and like, like, I just don't understand. I've it. like won in the games a little bit. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Willing to play and like, I mean, Ryan knows this. Like, I just like love to play. Like, I, I and we, I just. That's true. We and that. I always joke around and say like, I'm the best, I'm the best, you know, and like, I'm joking, obviously. I know I'm not the best, but I also think I'm the best, if that makes sense. It like, does. I have that mindset that, like, no one can fuck with me. Like, bring me Garrett, bring me any of these wizards. Like, I like my side. And I think that's, like, a part of my success. That's a winning That's a winning formula, no matter who yeah. you are. As long as you're not completely delusional, yeah. you're not. Right. <clears throat> so it's a fair, it's a fair so, thing to say to and yourself. And that's, that's how I approach it. Like, even when, like, you know, they bring, like, there's really tough players. Like, some of the lineups, they're always good, but they're not always, like, insanely soft or whatever like brian kim's there and yeah good players i still feel like i'm a favorite in every lineup that's that's and great i'm sure like smart players are out there are laughing and they're like <laughs> you're, you're drawing so dead or whatever sure, in the long sure. run. but like to but me that's like, how you feel that's how i feel and i think a part of the reason i'm able to play the way i play which is like i go for big bluffs and i i just play how i think is correct in the moment is because i believe in myself honestly believing in yourself and playing with confidence is is plus ev for sure. For sure. No, even if even if you're faking it till you make it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that's good. Uh, now you said you don't. You have two rules. The first one you said like having uh, fun and and playing. Mm -hmm. And you know you and I have butt heads about this. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about it. Everyone yeah. knows. I stopped playing in the games with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know that, yeah, right? Know. There's been a little bit. I'm have you on my pod. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything against you. Yeah, you know, know that, right? Yeah, like, I we're know. friends. But I've had a real problem with some of the antics, yeah, right? And I can get you, are you okay? We could talk about it. Of course. Okay. So <clears throat> now let me preface this. It's not so much. I don't know if you believe this. It's not so much needling me. Mm, it's others. You understand that, right? Oh yeah. Like, I there's know. been plenty of times where there has been, and I know you can take it. I'm not saying you can't, because mm -hmm. I know what you're going to say is like, look, I can dish it out, but I can take it because mm -hmm. you can. You're you you don't have any. Uh, governor on what people can say to you. Oh, yeah. So I respect I'm you for free. that. You can I respect you for that because hell. at least if you could dish it out, you could take it, right? That's, yeah. But we've had a lot of players, Pretty and you know irritated. this, yeah, like know. very irritated to the point to where like they're not having fun in the game. No, I, now I can you think are. Of, I can think of a couple of people in particular who I know I've rubbed the wrong way. Yeah. And, you know, it's never, I, I'm not proud of that. It's not definitely not my intention to take away from anyone else's fun. And in the moment, if I was self-aware enough to realize that, I would stop. But I'm Do you remember when I was needling you and saying, how amazing would it be if you had any social awareness and you were joking and laughing at me? But yeah, do you yeah. remember that day I was yeah, actually I, serious? I, and I know you're like, you're <laughs> needling me, but you're also, there's like a lot I'm of truth in it. trying to give you yeah. a message, yeah. And the, the gen, I mean, I think you know this, I never want to upset anyone. I, I think so. I really don't. You really don't? No. Because I wasn't sure. You know why, could I tell you why I wasn't, and I'll let you finish. Uh -huh. I apologize for cutting you off. No, go ahead. Why I wasn't sure is because after the first couple times you and I went to the side and talked, you kept doing it. Yeah, and I think it's just because, like, I don't have very good self-control with these things, <laughs> if I'm being honest. And, like, 
also part of it is like i don't take poker serious like i just don't i don't think it's serious like people like you know who come and sit there and hand over their face and all like no you i know, know everything's on the line i'm like dude it's not like this is a fucking game like to me it's a game like it's a game it's, it's but you understand that if somebody's sitting in a tuesday or a wednesday game mm -hmm. listen let me let me say this they're sitting in a tuesday wednesday game mm -hmm. and they're not capable of playing for five hundred thousand in front of them or have the same mm -hmm. blessed opportunities sure. you have yeah. and they're down a 70 ball they're fucking stressed out like <laughs> do you understand that'd be like you stuck like 1.5 maybe I'm, i don't know what sure. you're but and like they're really hurting inside and so when you're Pouting. pounding the shit out of them and physically you could see how they're reacting sure you can't sense that no, I can, and I try to lay off. I do try to lay off people when I think it's like past a point. Like, yeah. Like for example, one person I love the needle. I love. The I know who you're gonna say. I think. Ludicrous. Yeah. I love it. Oh my gosh, I love the needle. Him. He can handle it, and he can handle it. But yeah. there's always a point, like when he starts losing like sixty, and then he loses seventy, and then it's eighty. You slow down. I stop. Because at that point, I'm like, as like a fellow guy who can go off for big numbers, I'm like, I feel your pain, Luda. Well, let me let me expound on that. Uh -huh. He's one of the only players I do that with. Mm -hmm. But the reason he's one he of the only players is not only because he can take it, mm -hmm. but we do it back and forth. Yeah. But the same thing goes. When he's kind of north of 70, I shut down. Yeah. Because people think that, you know, him and I are nemesis and that I'm like so out of line <laughs> with him because I pound the shit out of him. But we talk no offline clue. and we like that. And he like looks at the hands and he laughs yeah. and we talk. But there is a point where he stuck his ball sack and I just am like, I'm going to lay off yeah. until I could see the blood's coming back into his veins mm -hmm. and we can go again. Yeah. And I think part of the reason I am not as good at like shutting up when I should shut up is because I personally don't care about being needled. So I just kind of like assume other people aren't. Like, yeah. That you can't sensitive. understand that it's a big right. deal. Like, and like, so, I mean, to be frank, like most of the people I play with are much more well to do than me. Much more. They are, but there are some like, especially in the other games sure. that are not. Yeah. But the Friday, maybe. Yeah. But even like, even Wednesday, I would say I think even some of the specific names that you're thinking of, these people are much more well-to-do than me. So sometimes I forget that they get bothered by the, the gambling swings. Yeah. I just forget, to be honest. Like, to me, like, sure. when I see, like, a guy who I'm like, this guy makes millions of dollars a year and he has, like, a big business yeah. and he's stuck 50K, I'm like, it's 50K. Like, it's not a big deal. Right. And so I'm kneeling the fuck out of him and then I don't really realize that he's actually upset about being stuck 50K. Yeah, and, and he so, probably lost... 50k three times before that too yeah, so, so it's, you know it's i I'm try to yeah, yeah no and you're yeah, right and yeah. i i try to let them breathe and i worked on it I'm, I'm still not very good at it but i try how big of a factor is the alcohol or is it impossible for you to control yourself when you're buzzed no, or drunk I, so i haven't been drinking that much lately ever since i got wasted that you're, one time you're not supposed to yeah kind of like a semi time well out, ryan said i can drink non-hard alcohol but i just haven't been drinking that much because yeah. i'm just like yeah, you know let's you chill yeah yeah but um, I don't think the alcohol has as much of an effect. I just think like, when so when I'm drunk, I'm like a rocket drunk. Like I want to like have fun and like scream no, right. you and go yell. Crazy, yeah. And so it, it's just like in the moment to me, it's like fun and it's just like <laughs> joyous and like I'm having like in my head, it's like a euphoric thing. Like it's just it's I think it's obvious. How it's could stupid. everybody else not be feeling what I'm? Feeling? Yeah, exactly. Like right. how can everyone tell that? How can you not tell that I'm just like totally fucking around? Like not serious at all, you know? And so. I forget that sometimes people don't see it that way. And, right. you know, like, obviously, like, you know, sometimes there'll be days where, like, I'll play on stream after with my dad. Like, like yeah, that was too much. He and, will. Oh, that's oh, good. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like, oh, like, the day I got really drunk on stream, he was like, yeah, not a good look, Nick. That when you took the heat for Ling Ling or yeah, whatever the comment? people don't even know. Like, I know she's, Ling Ling. she can take it. You know, you know, you know, Ling Ling that day, the reason she plays because I gave her money to play in the game. 
Well, I would know. I don't know that. Right. So you I'm give just, everybody money. No, I'm saying like I'm friends with these people, so like I know people you don't are. realize it. Like Ling Ling still texts me like almost once a week from China, like saying how is he going. Like we're friends, so like totally get it. I, but at the same time, like I talked to Patrick about this, uh, father of ten, Patrick, and he was just saying like he's like Nick, like he said, I know you're not saying anything mean spirited. You know you're not. Most people don't. He said, but you're on like camera. He said, don't give them fuel. Well, I can relate to that because I've been told recently more than not when I've been trying to figure out why I'm receiving so much hate, mm -hmm. and it's because I have a polarizing personality. And like if I'm going after Chris, I come across as a douchebag. That's mm -hmm. what I've been told, quote, quoted by yeah. more than one person. They don't know. And like how I'm talking with everyone. But like you said, in your defense, these are all my friends, and. By no means would I ever do that to a new person or mm -hmm. anyone even that I know that I think doesn't like it mm -hmm. or is not cool with it or going to give it right. back to me. So I do understand that. And that mm -hmm. is something that, like when your dad said it, is true that the people watching just aren't going to understand that and they're going to perceive you a certain way. And so he's like, just chill. And like, or like that day when I was drunk, I slow rolled tall in like a 60K pot. Okay. Yeah. And uh, but you know what people don't know? The day before, Hall slow rolled me in an 80K pot. Yeah. They don't know that. Yeah. There was a, the board was like, seven eight nine nine and i jacked 10 and we got all the like and then river was like the board pairing card and we got the money in i shoved the river for like 40k or 30k and tall goes into the tank and i remember we were off stream he's at full house yeah he's with the nuts nine eight and we were, I, we we're off stream right and i shove and i'm like call 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 please call please call like i'm about to stack tall right he calls i turn over my hand he looks at it turns over the nuts oh my god <laughs> I start dying. So then the next day when I'm drunk, I slow roll up to for fun <laughs> right, and revenge. That's no, fair. Yeah, but no yeah, one knows. But no one would know and that. No one knows that Tall was not upset. We were texting that night. Like, he's not upset. We slow roll <laughs> each other. We're friends. Like, this is part of the game. Yeah, I get it. But I, I do get it. Yeah, it's I do just, get it. it's people don't have the context, which is why I need to chill a little bit, I think. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about this. Mm -hmm. Before we get to the big hand, um, you, I think you were drunk. Mm -hmm. During this time, you went on Joey's <laughs> show, Twitch, was it? Yeah. And I could not believe my ears. Let I was on just, a drunken rant. Were you okay? Because oh, I was wasted. You, went, you were wasted. Okay. Mm -hmm. You went on his show and for like 15 minutes, <laughs> ranted, ranted about every almost every single player in, <laughs> on high stake on HCL. You were like, first of all, you Vietnamese went after Garrett. Like, I mean, yeah. and we'll get to that. You could say whatever you want. I'm not looking to set Garrett up, or I'm mm -hmm. not looking to have you say anything. You do whatever you want. It's mm -hmm. your mic. Sure. But oh my God, the stuff you said I was about out of him. my mind. Yeah, you were out of your mind. And then yeah. you went, you were attacking people like, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, the, the oh, come on, uh, uh, the billionaire who donates shit. Bill uh, Klein. Bill Klein. <laughs> you went on to call Bill Klein the biggest fucking donkey on the planet. And and everybody else at High Stakes Poker, you said are donkeys and everyone sucks and you're the best and Garrett's a yeah, this yeah. and Garrett's a that. What was going on in I your was fucking just, head? I was just in a drunken stupor. And now, I'll first I want to say something about Garrett. Um, so I think there's a lot of misconceptions about my relationship with Garrett and a lot of assumptions about it. So let me start by saying this. As I said earlier, like when I got into poker in college, that's the person who I idolized. That's the person who I wanted to play poker like. That's the person who I wanted to beat, Garrett. Not Andy, no one else, the best, you know? Sure. And so getting the opportunity to play with Garrett has been unique mm -hmm. and interesting. And I think that it's just kind of like one of those things where what you, and I, I'm not trying to say this in a negative way, but although I'm sure it's going to come across negatively and he's not going to like it. Like what you see on TV isn't necessarily like what you feel at the table. Okay. And there's just a lot more 
politics and bullshit around high stakes poker, as you know. Do you want to elaborate on it or do you want to leave it at that? That's totally it's up your to choice. you. No, it's up to you. Okay, well, I'll elaborate. I okay. mean, I've spoken on it, so I think it's probably fair that I can elaborate then. Yeah, they, you know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I want you to say whatever you want to say, but I'm not goading you to talk sure. about people. I want it to yeah. be from I you. I mean, to be honest, I don't mind speaking facts and, like, giving honest opinions go because, ahead. like, I go think ahead. it's fair game. Well, that's, yeah. I think, so, like, one thing, like, like with this, when we play these games, people don't know it's Ryan's job fucking sucks. That's what I want to yeah. say. Ryan has the toughest job that I can imagine. Yeah. I organize games every once in a while, like, on the weekend or whatever and stuff, and that's a fucking headache who's playing what stakes oh, it's are they playing if is they're they gonna playing? cancel will yes, they commit i'm out i'm in day before i changed my mind lineup's too tough dude yeah you want to play poker or you don't right so i never ask ryan what the lineup is never you can ask ryan i've never asked him ever yeah don't care i just say can i play this day or he texts me you're playing this day i say okay see you then i show up the day of i say who's playing and he's like oh he's playing i'm like great i'm not a fan of the politics of the high stakes games i'm not a fan of garrett blocking other pros from playing in the game guys like art papazian i think that's soft i just think it's incredibly soft well i'm not gonna stop art from doing anything but i'm interviewing him tomorrow yeah and i so. i hope he gives you an honest opinion i like art i like art a lot and i think having I played too. with art a couple times i actually think art is better for the game than garrett mm -hmm. that's just my opinion doesn't matter and i think it's lame like i i just think it's soft like if you're the best, like show up and play. Like you're already in a great spot. Like you already yeah. are. I mean, people think like Garrett likes to act like he's so like whatever with poker. It's not true. Like hundred percent Garrett. What's is, so whatever? Like he doesn't study. He doesn't like. He's not like super into it. He's not like grinding hard. Oh, yeah. He's the biggest grinder there is. He's grinding every dollar of EV. He won't straddle unless everyone else straddles. Like he studies all the players. Like every he watches all the streams. I'm sure. Like mm -hmm. dissects them. It's like you already have these huge edges, you know? Like, for example, I watch my streams that I play on. Like, I fast forward to my hands to see what my opponents had when they folded. That's it. That's it. I don't watch. I don't care. I just want to see in some big spots, like, did I make the right decision? Yeah, or yeah. were they bluffing me? Or what hand did they have? Right. So if you're going to, like, if you're a pro and you're spending all your time studying and all this stuff, come on, like, just show up and play. Don't worry about who's going to be there. Be confident that you're the best and like you're still winning. Sure, maybe your EV isn't like the highest it could possibly be if you block out other people from the game. But like, come on, like, let's just like, let's not be so soft. And I just don't yeah. like that. So shit. you don't respect that. I don't at yeah. all. I so think that's where you went south with your idol. Yeah, that's kind of when I like started getting like an ickier taste. And then I just had some like bad interactions with him where he was like not happy post stream with like like the game has to be the way he wants it the stakes he wants it the size he wants it it's like to me it's just like no it doesn't like you're yeah. the le like no offense to garrett you're the least important person in the game you're the least yeah, i know what you mean well for views and he's very was very popular for he, views, yeah sure but but it's a chair it was cherry patch for him right and so to me it's like I think Garrett brings a lot of value in the views. And yeah, I think, yeah. I don't think Garrett's like a bad guy or anything. Like I have never had like a negative personal interaction, but all like the poker politics interactions are incredibly tilting. When it comes down to business of poker, that's not what you're a fan of. Not at all. It's the personal, like you're it. fine, but it's the, it's that. Yeah. I just want to show up and play. I don't care how have, good anyone is. Did, did, were you ever uh, blocked or was it blocking others? By, by Garrett? Yeah. I don't think he's ever had the ability to block me because I'm close with Ryan. And, yeah. like, that kind of has kept me, like, out of it. But, like, Brown Bala, Ishan, he's blocked because of Garrett. They played once on a Friday, and then Garrett wouldn't let him play again. Even when Stanley Tang came to town. Stanley Tang's good friends with Ishan. 
and Garrett told told Ryan no. And, and then Ishan didn't play. And Ishan didn't play. It's his fault. I don't know. I stay out of that I know because Ryan don't. makes the. And I probably the shouldn't say that on your podcast. I, I don't, but I like, don't, listen. I don't listen, care. Like, listen. Listen. I, here's the thing. I, I want to be clear. We're here. I'm interviewing you. Mm -hmm. You can say what you want. I we didn't have one word yeah, of what we were nope. going to talk about, right? <laughs> So I'm not goading you into yeah, gossip. I don't believe not. in that. I don't believe in I all know. these shows and gossip or whatever. But if that's what you feel and that's what, what you experienced, I'm sure that it's fine. Because, yeah. you know, I, uh, let me just preface. I don't have a problem with Garrett. I like Garrett. He's fine. Uh, mm -hmm. He's always been good to me. Um, I know what you're saying. I understand that. I'm very privy to it. But mm -hmm. I have the, the, the blessing of not having to deal with it because that's a Ryan thing, right? Yep. Although I do get calls from him and I've had discussions and, you know, whatever. But, um, well, to, to that point, too, and, 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 and not, to, not to expound on Garrett, I'll bring mm -hmm. it back to you. <clears throat> but with a thing that Garrett has done, and he, we've been very clear, you know, you know I've said in the past, um, and, well, I've said in the past this. There is no doubt everybody loves watching the highest stakes poker we could play. So this is one of those dichotomies that like counteracts the other one. And it like, it's almost hypocritical what I'm going to say. Okay? okay. Because what's best for the show is for the game to play as big as it can. Because mm -hmm. that's what people want to watch, right? Yep. They love when you guys are all buying in for millions in, in these big pots. And we had the, we'll talk about the biggest pot mm -hmm. in, in, uh, in our history just mm -hmm. last week. So that's great. Okay. But the problem is, and it's been like the problem that offsets the other one, and it's such a head fuck, is being, you know, a promoter or producer of a show, there's a couple things that have to be kept in mind that you're guilty of. And we'll talk about it. And that's one of the things you remember. Mm -hmm. I, I stopped playing a show an hour and a half early once. Yeah. It's not just the straddle. Uh -huh. It's like this. Okay. So that's it. It's, and that's the thing. Straddles make the game better and bigger and more exciting. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is this. I think if you're playing on a Friday. Mm-hmm whatever right because if somebody's signing up they know this now if they're signing up for a friday game and it's a one two four or two four it's, it's a fucking two four eight eight sixteen we know mm -hmm. that it's a big game you better have the right bankroll yeah. but here's the thing there are a lot of players that have been very committed to the show mm -hmm. love playing poker every week yes they're well off but they have a certain poker budget they're all married mm -hmm. some of them right they have they have to answer to that shit you don't understand that i don't understand that okay <laughs> but this is true. Sure, yeah. They show up to a Tuesday game, and they bring twenty thousand, and it gets a hundred x bigger than it should. Hundred x bigger. You know, it's actually, I know you think that I'm really on the side of kicking the games up because I have in some games, but I've actually had multiple conversations with Ryan over the last several months. You can ask him where I said the games are getting too big. Okay, so then you explain this to me. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the last I don't know when it was. It was a couple months. So Ryan and I had been going back and forth because it was like, look, and I know nobody believes this because they think I'm. I the, know you're not scared to straddle. I know, listen, it's I know. The dumbest they think, thing ever. They, they think I'm the spokesperson, so that it's me. <laughs> Dude, do you understand when you are watching your idol? I was playing two four eight. You, Nick, do you, do you understand think, that? Do, I told you. Okay. I know you're willing to play. Yeah, yeah. So 1, no, million, no. But I will admit this on on mm. my podcast. I've said it before. I don't want to play deep stack eight hundred thousand in the Friday game. But let me explain why. I'm not twenty six anymore. Yeah. I'm fifty six. By the way, I could be your dad. Okay. So maybe <laughs> I am. I don't know. But but so for me, I don't want. It doesn't matter how well off I am. Right. I don't want to go there and lose 250. It's like what we were just talking about earlier. You don't yeah. want to play one Friday, lose 250, yeah. and then have and, to go and, play and then, and then I can't get a seat in the Friday games because it's in demand, and then I got to go play the anti-game on Tuesday. Yeah, that sucks. And I like playing the anti-game because we're all bullshitting and talking, and the other game, a lot of times, there's not. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm doing something for the love 
that fits me, right? Mm -hmm. Before when I was doing the Friday game, whatever, but now I'm enjoying myself. So, so for me, it's not the straddle mm -hmm. that bothers me. A $200 straddle is mm -hmm. ridiculous in the anti-game. I don't care. I know. But what's happening is, is, and we just, I've talked about this on another show, is that, and God bless this guy's heart because everyone knows this. He's my favorite person, I think, on the show is Jay Books. I love him. He's just the most pure, pure. nicest guy I've ever met, okay? I fucking adore him. But when, when Jeremy gets stuck, he wants to play 4 8 12, okay? Mm -hmm. And that's, or 4 8 16. And, you know, I got a couple other guys that are sitting there, and I'm not going to mention who, that like they brought 20 or they brought 15 or they whatever. And, we, you know, we can't loan them money. It's against the rules as a promoter. And I know you will loan anyone. I get it. So that's, you're valuable to us because mm -hmm. you do that. But they come to us on the side. They won't do it on the, on, on the screen because no one wants to be a pussy. Mm -hmm. But they'll come and say like, you know, I'm showing up to play this. Mm -hmm. This is what I want to play. And what I used to always try to tell Garrett, and then I'll try to even like tell you if, 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 if you'll grab this, is like if you're playing 2551 and you leave the game 2551 in an occasional 200 straddle, a person that doesn't want to put $100,000 on the table because it's too deep for them and they're afraid mm -hmm. will put... 20, 30,000 out two or three times. I know. So I hate to sound like this because it sounds predatory, but you're going to get it anyways. Okay? Yeah. But you're going to get it at a pace someone's comfortable sure. with. And then the next time it's a Wednesday, they will go, oh, yes, I'll play because they know they're not going to show up and it be 200, 400, 800. Yeah. And so that's the problem. So the la so, it was a so Ryan and I have been arguing about this forever. And, mm -hmm. and, and I like have had the i know i'm supposed to be interviewing you but but no, this, I is, this is I, this is good, good conversation for you to hear. it's a good yeah. conversation okay because most people are going to comment and say why doesn't nick shut the fuck up because uh -huh. i don't fucking want to it's my show okay <laughs> so so we had talked a lot and ryan's up there producing and doing whatever and he just lets it go and mm -hmm. he's we him and i talk he's like okay well just can you enforce it yes so as i'm enforcing it i'm getting tilted because no one's listening to me and now like the all-star game oh my god we'll talk about it <laughs> I have never had a worse time playing poker in my whole life. If it wasn't my show in the All-Star game, I would have fucking pushed my, all my chips into the middle of the table and walked out within an hour. I got fucking hammered by Double M, by Garrett, by everyone. I was like, I was, it's honest to God, I was like the only stripper at a fucking bachelor party of 800 people. Like, I was just being the best destroyed. Thing, you're like, you guys, we're not going to straddle today. Straddle? The first, <laughs> the first hand, Garrett goes... 200 or 400 whatever he goes yeah, like this and then andy's right before the button and he makes it 400 and i swear i thought i was being trolled <laughs> I, I know you because look at me. You're i like... look at you and i go it's a joke and they weren't and i was like wait a minute i just gave a speech you were texted by ryan for a million times i told you i, I got three players that are in the all-star game that haven't played bigger than fucking five the anti-game or monday max monday pack and, and now we're all playing 400, 800. I said, like, oh, my God. So that was the first thing. Then Garrett gave a speech that I didn't want him to give about the, the hustler canceling the tournament. Which I'm like, no. He goes, no, it's okay. And he's like kept talking. And I'm like, oh, my God. What's going to do? And then Double M fucking harangued me for playing Kings the way I did because I'm fucking In, in fairness to Double M, that was an all-time rant. All time. It was the best. Maybe the best rant Dude, I ever seen. I had him on the show, but you don't understand. If he would have ranted on me like that with nothing prior, it would have been funny yeah. to me. But because I was so mad already when he's doing it, I'm like, what am I do even doing here, right? So anyways, back to the point. And the point is, is that these players, like I was at the locker during that, sh that show, and they're like, what's happening? You're not protecting us. And then they're doing it and fist bumping because they want to be one of the guys or girls, right? Yeah. So Ryan and I have been talking about it. It's been an all-time fight for us. And then that Tuesday game, you were straddling, 
800 every hand in any position, and then every continuation bet was 4,000. Like on the flop. Do you remember really that? Big. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, it didn't even get really big. You were doing it to, to fuck off, like whatever. Yeah. And then nobody I got stuck 100,000. I was 100, like, 000. we're going to go. You were stuck 100,000, and you were like straddling 1,000, betting 5,000 <laughs> on the flop with 800 in it. It was just like retarded, right? Oh my gosh, I'm going to get canceled for the word retarded. Whatever. <laughs> it's my generation. Okay. So, anyways, so I'm looking at you, and I go like this hello, like, where the fuck is everyone up there? Like, I don't want to fight this fight. And I just said, I'm out. Fuck it. And I went and sat down over at the place. And then so Ryan came down and he goes, he comes down and he goes, I know, I know. He goes, I, I have to handle this. We have to handle this. Like, our players are really upset. Mm-hmm. And this game got ruined. And now that's where the two round per, two straddle mm-hmm. per round thing came from that day. Yeah. And it still gets breached. As soon as I go to the bathroom, everyone does it. Ryan oh, does it I know. <laughs> but, but it's not because of the straddle. It's just because there's this, there's this balance between always having the highest stakes games, but we can't have too much attrition. Yeah. We, got, we have to have players. No, and I, and I, I can't mean, just be, be you... Mars, Wesley. Yeah, it can't just be the Chinese mafia. Yeah, the Chinese mafia and then the knit. Like, (laughs) you can't. It's got to be people that can play. Yeah, and no, I'm definitely, like, um, guilty of kicking the games up too much. But I also have had conversations with Ryan where I'm like, these are getting too big. I mean, like... um, for Not for you, but you're saying for for the the players. For the pool. Like, for the player pool. And you do know that the game tightens up. Yeah. No, I, I think the game is better deep without... A ton of straddles than with a ton of straddles shallow and i think the game's more interesting yeah. like i'd rather play 5100 k deep than 100 200 uh 150 k deep i swear this you're hitting the nail on the head no, it plays I, better i yeah i agree and and uh when you're playing 50 100 you might get like recreational players might put a hundred thousand on the table because they think it's not in play or That's it's right. not as likely to be in play but it is but it is especially like if people like me and andy yeah, are right. there like we're gonna put it in and but then you get these have these really fun pots whereas if it goes 51 to 4 they're yeah. not gonna put 100k in play because they no. don't want to felt 100k no. in one hand no, no. which is reasonable but that being said i also think what you said is true which is that kicking the game up is so fucking good for the stream 100 and like people think that like I care about the stream a lot. I want the stream to do well. Like a lot of the stuff I do, I think it's because it's like good for the stream to play bigger. It's, you know, whatever. And like, for example, last Friday, I don't think this player will mind me saying this because we're good friends. Mike X last Friday, he played, he won a quarter million, I think, or something. Yeah, or, I crushed. Yeah, he doubled through me in his biggest pot ever. Mm-hmm. Before the stream, it was two four four or it was one two two four something like that. Two four four. I can't remember exactly. Before the stream, we're in the the cashier's room, and he says, "Nick, can you do me a favor? Keep it, keep it here. I don't want it to go bigger." I said, Mike, I promise it won't go bigger. Well, they're gonna they're gonna ask to straddle. We'll do some rounds, but I won't let it get, go auto. Once he was up 150k, I said to him, Mike, do you mind if we put the straddle on now? Like, there's been some blood. That's perfect. He said, no problem. We can do whatever but we that's want. That's perfect. And that to me was the perfect way of doing it. That is, there is not the a damn thing way. wrong with yep. that. But that's just a perfect example. Mike Mike X has got a lot of money. Dude, people don't understand. Mike X is like a fucking life crusher like the dude's playing five five six months ago sees the show and is yeah. like i just want to play on the show and now he's playing 400 800 yeah. with a bunch of killers yes, like he is and and, and holds his and own he's, and he's a crusher in life monetarily too yeah. so but that's just to the point like a guy that has a lot he still doesn't want to come right and have it kicked up he yeah. wants to come every week and if he loses his hundred ball a week maybe or mm-hmm. less or wins it's fine yeah but he doesn't want to come and put a half a million dollars mm-hmm. uh, in play on a one friday to lose it no i and so i think that's but it's a tough thing right because mm-hmm. both things are true mm-hmm. you got to protect and then bigger is better right and i think that what you said earlier is what hits the nail on the head i think fridays anything goes 
I, I think, think Friday's yeah, weekend puck and play. If you play Friday, listen. Don't don't come scared. Just come with a lot. the infinite amount of money and ready to play. Like, if not, just play Monday exactly. through Thursday. Like, like yesterday's lineup, everyone there. Like, no one cares no one what cares. stakes we played. No, I, that Literally. lineup was perfect for it. Yeah, no one cares. And it should be played as big as you guys want. Yeah, and so we did. That's perfect. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I think the game should be kept a little more in control. Like when I play Wednesdays, for example, I try not to make it auto 200 because I know it's too big. And there was like two Wednesdays ago, I was stuck like 160, and I was like, we got to play auto 200. But I was stuck 160, and I was giving it away, so I didn't feel too bad. Right. But most Wednesdays, I try not to put that one on. And people don't think it's true, but I try not to make it auto because I know it's actually bad for the game. It is. And if you keep doing and I'm just saying, if that keeps, not you, but if that keeps happening mm-hmm. on Wednesdays, the Wednesday game will no longer be as good as exactly. it is. Exactly. It won't be. It'll, it'll be, be tougher, a tougher and game. Tougher. Yeah, I know. And, and Ryan will struggle. Yeah. And we'll struggle, but ultimately it's him because yeah. he's doing it. And I think that's the key is that the games need to be as big as possible while still being comfortable for everyone. And not comfortable just for a few people. Like me and Andy, for example, and like Mars and Henry and Charles, like we'll play as big as possible. We're not like worried about it. Totally. But at the same time, that's not the game. The game is a couple guys who are willing to play huge and a couple guys who are happy with the game. So the game should stay as is in size. Right. That being said, it's also tough when like guys like Jeremy or someone like wants the game to go up. It's hard to say no to them, you know? And like, well, it is they're hard. losing. Yeah. They're tilted. Like I get that. Like when I'm yeah. losing and tilted and I want the I straddle know. on, I'm going to be tilted. But with, you, you know, know the, the thing that everyone has to understand is poker's one long session. We're mm-hmm. going to be back the next day or the next week. Yeah. And you might have two other players that are sitting there with 15,000 in front of them or 12. Mm-hmm. And they don't want the 800 on because yep. it's literally one hand. And it's it's <clears> like... It's a shove fest. They don't want that. It's actually not as fun to play for it's me. It's not. I don't like... Uh, I don't find 100 BB poker interesting at all. I yeah. think it's very boring. It's like pocket eights all in, pocket nines all in, ace queen all in. Like, it's just not interesting to me. It's like if I just wanted to flip coins, like I could just go to Baccarat yeah, go flip. bet 100K a hand. Yeah. Like I right. don't want to flip coins. There's no strap. I want to play interesting poker. Like that's why I buy super deep is because I think buying super deep gives you interesting opportunities to like find big bluffs, find big value to play hands differently. For sure. And so part of buying super deep is like do super deep even compared to the blinds. Like yesterday, like if you have 300 K yesterday and the 800s on, it's like 40 big, 400 big blinds. It's not even super deep. No, totally. Right. But when you have like, you know, when it's smaller and there's even deeper, I think that game can be super yeah. interesting. See, I don't have any issue like in the Tuesday game or the Wednesday game, Thursday game. If like you or Wesley come in and buy in for 500 or a million, Wesley came in and bought like in for a million yeah. on the Tuesday game. I think that's so good for the stream That's too. cool. Like yeah. that's fine. People are like, oh my God. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter to the game. What matters to the game is if Wesley's continually trying to get the 400 on or mm-hmm. the 800, like whether he's stuck yeah. or whether Jeremy's doing it, then it matters. And there's, you know, another comment I'll think about with the buying deep thing i do think that sometimes buying super deep is bad and i think it's bad because and i try not to always like just buy in for like two hundred thousand more than everyone i'll buy in for the same as the most or whatever because i think it kind of like intimidates some people into being like not comfortable like i agree with this you this guy buys in 500 i have 50 like i totally agree nothing. with you i think it's just better and i just feel like i don't want to make other people uncomfortable with that like that's why yesterday for example me jr and andy and stanley Choi, we all bought in three hundred thousand. After an hour, I added on 100 because I wanted to have the most. Made me happy. Then but, yeah. Andy won a big pot for me, and I added on a little more so I could have the most. And then I don't feel like it's as, like, people don't get feel as crazy, like, wow, I'm buying in 50. Someone's buying in 100x me. Is this a new thing for you? Because when I stopped playing with you at the same table because of these antics, and I mm-hmm. didn't want to, I'm an emotional person, mm-hmm. and I get pissed off about, like, 
people doing things that sh are not good for the show. So I mm -hmm. stay away from it. Right. right. It's not you. I don't dislike no, I you. Know. Right. I, yeah. I don't. But I didn't want to be around you at a poker table <laughs> sure. because when you're destroying some poor guy that's stuck 60K and he's like fucking on suicide watch. <laughs> I just it's don't like much. it. Yeah, like yeah, everyone yeah. thinks I'm a douchebag. Mm -hmm. I'm actually anti-douchebag. I, I, I would never do that. I would never act the way I act to a person I don't know or a new person. I only yeah. do that with my friends because we have an understanding. And yeah, we know each other. Yeah, and so I get you're doing it too like that. So, um, but is this a new thing? Because because once I stop like saying I'm not going to be in a game with Nick anymore, which I'm saying publicly, I did mm -hmm. that. I just don't want to be around you. Um, is this new? Because when I was around you, you weren't doing these things what buying super deep or? no you were just didn't have this philosophy like all of a sudden this is the epitome Learn, yeah, that you're definitely. having no i'm learning okay like, well then maybe uh, we'll play together again. yeah I'm, you can I'm, have my money but i want it <laughs> i want to have fun while i'm doing it yeah and i want everyone else to have fun no i'm definitely evolving yeah. and learning i mean okay. I'm, I'm 26 i'm young yeah I know. quit using that as an excuse you know why because no i know life mm -hmm. experience matters but you're very smart no i'm not saying that i'm yeah. not using it as an excuse i'm just yeah. saying like i'm learning a lot like i haven't played high stakes poker like some of these guys for like even like you for what 10 years or five years probably like, longer right so enough, i don't yeah. have as much experience so i'm kind of all of my knowledge base for this is comes from watching streams which as you know is very different from being there totally and then playing like i mean i haven't played that much volume of high stakes like i really haven't like it's been like no i believe i've i've yeah i've watched your evolution that's why my first questions were I don't understand it. No so, one goes like that yeah. that fast. And so as you're saying, I'm evolving a lot. And yeah. I think that's true. Like, so I, I definitely like try to adjust and change depending on what I think is right. I'm never yeah. trying to be a dick. People don't think that's true, but I'm, I'm really not trying to be a dick to anyone. And I feel like there is, so for example, a couple weeks ago, I played with the player and uh, I upset him and I knew, can you I, say who? Uh, I think it's better not to. I'll tell you after. Okay. I just, cause it's what, just like, they're not, was a, it a bigger game? It was like a medium game. Okay, Wednesday. Got it. Yeah. And so uh, you probably know who. No, I don't. Okay, well, if you thought about it, you probably can figure it out. But anyways. I, yeah, fine. So I upset him, and I felt really bad the next day. Like, How did you upset him? Don't give the details where we can figure it out, um, but what, did you troll him? I was just like needling. So like they won a, a pot off me early where I was like bluffing it off, and they called, and they gave me a little needle, and i happy with it. I needled them back when I won a big pot, and they didn't take it well. Okay. And I could tell right away. Was and, it a balance thing? Like or were you fair needle? Yeah, I think so. Okay, but they just didn't take it well, and it was fine. Like that's fair. Like you okay, don't, okay. you know, whatever. And I knew they didn't like it in the moment, so you I just tell. stopped talking. You to were them. aware this time. Oh, I was. You right stopped. Away. Yeah, I stopped, and that was it. I didn't talk to them the rest of the day, and I knew after they were upset, and I felt bad. But also, I was like, I was like a little bit like, you know, like I always see it as like a give and a take. I if someone needles me, I always assume the door is open. I would think that's true. But at the same time, what I've started to learn is. Not everyone can take it if they can give it, which is fine. That is true, too. Which is fine. And at a poker table, like, as you said, it's a social thing. Like, if someone can give it but can't take it, it's not a big deal to me. I, I don't think mind, there but. are some people, too, that can give it and can take it, but only can take it to a threshold because mm -hmm. if they start losing a certain amount, they don't care about the yeah. rules of fair yeah. give and take. They and, just want to be left alone. Right. And, you know, that kind of reminds me of the Eric Person, Dr. Mr. Batman thing with mm -hmm. the cards. So, like, a lot of people ask me my opinion on that as someone who yeah, what is your opinion? talks. So I have a very clear opinion. I think what Mr. Dr. Batman did with the needle cards is fine. Don't think it's a big deal. However, you crossed the line and brought needling to the high stakes game. You chose to engage in it. You crossed that line with these players in their head, right? You don't get to now say the line ends here when Eric stacks you and starts talking shit to you. You don't say I'm a small businessman. Like 
you're passing the line. You already chose to go past that line and start needling. Mm-hmm. If Eric says, okay, we passed the line. Now I'm going to fucking shit talk you as I stack you in a 600K pot. I say, talk more, Eric. Right. To me, it's fucking fair game. Sure. And so I think like, you know, playing the victim there is so soft. It's like sure, so sure. soft. So my question to you is because I didn't watch the prior hands. I only know he handed. The only thing I know is, and because Eric mentioned it, and I went back and watched that he handed Ben when he had the aces. Okay. Yeah, he cracked Ben's aces and handed the card. Okay. I know Ben very well. Not the right person to hand a needle card no, to. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is not. Have you ever seen me needle Ben? No. Never. You can't. It's not no, the right no, person. It's not the like, right person. It's right. not. Even you know this. Yeah, I love that. unaware. Uh, yeah, Nick not the right person. Right. So was so point. You're right. So my I guess what I was saying is was uh, Batman doing this with everybody, no matter what the circumstance was, or was because here's what I'm asking, and I don't know. I'm not defending mm-hmm. him at all. Yeah, I yeah. believe what you're saying. Was his more in good fun in easier spots because you know Eric hit him hard. Eric hit him hard aggressively, not like just a troll, like, fuck you, I'll take it, whatever, you big fuck, here's your fucking close it, no, fuck you. Like, that wasn't even needle. That was like, fuck you, bro. So was it equivalent or was it over the top? No, Eric took it to another level for he sure. Did. Okay, I don't know. But I still think that Dr. Batman, Mr. Dr. Batman. <laughs> Mr. Dr. <Doctor laughs> Batman. <laughs> whatever the fuck. Which, by the way, I met him on the Friday. Super nice guy. Okay. But, and like he gave Eli a needle card and, you know, you could tell Eli wasn't into it. He gave Patrick one and you could could tell no one was really into it, but you could also tell he was doing it totally in good fun. Like nice guy. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just, because I wasn't there. And so, so I definitely think that his intention was not anything mean or negative. I definitely think Eric was trying to fucking teach him a lesson there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I also think it's fair game. I do too. Because like Mr. Dr. Batman, while his intention was good, the same thing with with me, okay? Yeah. While my intention obviously sometimes is good to when I'm joking and drinking and needling, how people take it isn't necessarily how I intend it. I I understand And so it's fair. It's the same with me. I have a polarizing personality and a lot of people watching don't understand And so that's why when like you tell Ryan, I don't want to play with Nick, I say that's fair because even though my intention is not to upset you, I can't control how you perceive and receive what i do and yeah no you're right i can't like i can't be like no nick you're wrong for being upset at me like i wasn't being a dick like no if you thought i was being a dick then i was being a dick that's fine yeah same thing like it was more in the protection of our game no, no. And, and players i'm just explaining like yeah the, yeah 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 so but like, the premise is right what you mean, so what, yeah. Eric, what i'm saying is i think eric perceived those needle cards as being very disrespectful yeah and very over the line and so i think he reacted how he felt was appropriate. No, I totally get it. And yeah. so to me, that's fair game. And like, yeah, I, I get, thought it was I great TV that. too. You know what's the funniest thing I heard in a long time? Mr. Dr. Batman. What the fuck <laughs> is that? Like, just to have to preface all four of those names. It's <laughs> so hard. Just because that's what he called himself. Mr. <laughs> Dr. Batman. Poker is the weirdest thing it's in the world. the weirdest Mr. Bond. Fucking. Anyways, that's crazy. All right. Uh, okay, so before we talk about the big hand, favorite player or players to play with because you like them. Andy. Not be Andy, okay. Uh, toughest player or players that you play against at HCL? Toughest players? Yeah, that's some actually tough ones. you would consider tough to where you're like on your toes in the hand, like you know you gotta be, you gotta be like uh-huh. focused. So I'll give a couple names. Andy's tough for me because he's not scared. 
Mars is really tough for me. Yeah. Ma- Mars has punished me in some big mm-hmm. pots with one pair. Charles, Chinese Charles, the guy always just, he's just not afraid to get the money. I struggle with people who aren't afraid to aren't get afraid. the money. Yeah, you, 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 you feel good around guys like me that are, are cherishing my 70K right. and, and it's I'm going to put it in only when I feel it's the right time. Right, you have a, th- like, I feel good with guys who have a threshold yeah. for like the money. Like, yeah. not because you're not richer than everyone or whatever, but no, it's just no, like, you're like, I'm a sane person. I'm not going to put in 100K with one pair. Like, I love those guys because, like, then I can put in 100 Yeah, you can exploit them. Right. With Mars, like, I remember the first time I played with Mars, and um, I, like, tried to run a big bluff on him, and I was certain he had one pair. So I put in, like, 100K on the river, and I was like, this always works. And he, like, beats me in the pot. And so I'm like, oh, I ran into a set, you know, and he shows me one one pair. pair. And I thought to myself, fuck, this is not the right guy. You can't do that to him. Same thing with, like, guys like Aaron Zhang. Like, that guy, you can't fuck with that guy. I mean, you can. Like, I do, but you can't because, like, he's willing to fuck with you. Like, yesterday, he, like, Someone opened under the gun. He called next to act, and I made it eight thousand with ace queen of hearts. Folds back to Aaron, and now he back raises to forty thousand. The fuck? Like yeah. these guys play like they they give action. They, they, those are the guys I find hard, but they're also my favorite people to play with because I feel like my brain has to be. Turned yeah, you're off. challenged. Yeah, no, I get it. You like the challenge, hence your point to the Garrett thing. Yes, exactly. You want to play? You don't care. You just no. Play, I want right? to play. Want to compete? Yeah, like when Button Clicker was playing that day, I was like, I mean, was I thrilled that this wizard was coming? No. But also, was I like, this is going to be fun to try to like fuck up this online genius? Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is going to be yeah. fun. You're not going to believe this because of what you kind of think or know of me. But the truth is, one of the best things that ever happened to me, I've said this a million times, was to play oh, at the sure. bike on the Friday. Because like I said, the first three months, four months, maybe more, I had no idea yeah. what was going on. I didn't even know how much I didn't know. But once I realized how bad I was... Once I realized how good they were and that what poker really was, like if you're playing at a high, high level... I wanted to keep playing. Let me ask you a question. When you see, I know you're open about you get coaching now. Yeah. You didn't get coaching though when you were at the bike in those Friday games, right? No. See, that's what I thought because your improvement there was incredible considering that you didn't get any coaching. You well, just learned me, from playing. Let, no, let me take that back. I did not get coaching for the majority of it. Mm-hmm. The same person that I work with right at the end of my stint, mm-hmm. I started working with, but. I could remember when I was in the million dollar cash game and Matt Berkey bluffed oh, me when I had aces. Do you yeah, remember that? Yeah. And then I, he made 19 I, videos. <laughs> he made a fucking million videos of whatever, whatever with him. But that was like the very beginning of working with somebody. And I could remember being on the phone going, I should never play poker again because I was talking to that person mm-hmm. and we talked it out. So I don't want to make a misstep. So I was a little bit, but, but I was still running businesses. So mm-hmm. very sparingly. And, um, not deep at all. Mm-hmm. When I started uh, really going deep into the tank and into the lab, I mean, and really working was sometime at COVID in the middle somewhere when we got the show and I was whatever. And I still even remember the first year when we started in August 3rd of 2021. I remember in November I was ready to quit poker. Yeah, I remember you had a really bad stretch to oh my start, God. right? I, I and I was this. getting, I was yeah. training. I and I this. was ready to, it was when Patrick, uh, 10 Kid Patrick, binked a nine on the river on me. I was on one of the oh, worst I, variants I down swings in my life. And I was on suicide watch, mm-hmm. literally. And I was ready to quit. And the only reason that, not quit, but maybe not play much, is because I, I just said, okay, mm-hmm. instead of pussing out, I got to go harder and I got to figure this out mm-hmm. because I didn't understand variants. Mm-hmm. I just thought you either sucked or you were good. And like, I didn't understand it. I can, embr- believe it or not, I can actually embrace it now, but mm-hmm. only probably in the last six months have I really embraced variants. Cause I was pissed off even from six months ago. If I was stuck $15,000 in a Tuesday game, I was fucking monkey tilted. I got a lot of money. 
And I was still like, I hate to lose. It's yeah, the competition. I understand. But now I'm starting to embrace it. I, I, it doesn't bother me. But to answer your question, I got better mm -hmm. because I played with That's Andy and Garrett yeah. and Gary and these guys. And I would go back and look at the hands and go, mm -hmm. oh, my God, what is? what are they doing? But mm -hmm. maybe I should try that, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I think... Another thing that's funny is, so like I know you still get coaching and everything, but sometimes I'll watch and you'll play a hand and right after the hand you'll be like, I fucked that up. Yeah. And you'll know you did. That's the difference. And it's like, it's funny because it's like when you're when you're new to poker and you make a big mistake like that or a small mistake, you don't, know. You don't realize you made a mistake. Mm -mm. You're just like thinking like, hmm. Whereas now you play the hand and as soon as it's over, you're like, that was obvious. Nick, not until about eight months ago, mm -hmm. I would say really solid eight months, have I really felt like I get the game of poker. Mm -hmm. And I played for years. And that's what you're saying. Like in the past, I would do something and I have no idea. When I first started working with my coach, you know who it is, mm -hmm. but appreciate you not saying it. I give him 12% of my winnings. Okay. Okay. So for people out there, that's like, such a weird number. It's 12. We negotiated. It was like hourly and then it's this. And I'm like, 12. Boy, I'm working for free here, you know? But think about it. It's paid off like 10, 20x, right? Because I didn't understand up until about a year ago, sizing. No idea what mm -hmm. sizing was. I was totally face up in everything I did. Mm -hmm. um, now when yeah, I do it. used to be it, a lot easier to play against. Yeah. Now when I do something, like you said, I'm like, as soon as I put a bet out and I know it's not big enough to accomplish what I'm doing, I'm like, fuck. Fuck. Because you, I know I did it. You used to, one thing I used to notice playing with you a lot uh, is you used to bluff way too small. Yes. Like you picked the right spots, but you'd always like puss out on the size. I'm not saying that like in a mean way. Like, Dude, It would please. just be like. Like Tell I would, what say whatever you want okay. about me. I'm not. No, I'm just that talking, I'm, like that's just kind of how I talk. Like I mean, like I would like I would play with you or watch the stream. And I'd see you go for a bluff. And I'd be like, good, Nick's. Like I see you cutting the chips. I'd be like, Nick's gonna win this hand. He's finding the right to bet. And then you bet like thirty percent of the pot. And so, I'd be like, no. And then but now I see you like size up in the right uh, spots and everything. Yes. Yeah. Or like one more thing. Yeah. You used to like when you used to three bet. I would always just be like, okay, big cards. But now, or just big cards. Mm -hmm. But now, like you three bet, and like I've seen you have five six. I've seen you have ace five. Mm -hmm. I've seen you have nine ten. Yeah. And so now it's like okay, this is when like someone becomes tougher to play against, and like I think um, the number one thing that makes someone go from like being easy to play against to tough is not being scared of putting in aggression with not premium hands, and you've definitely gotten good at that, which makes it really hard to play against. Yeah. Yeah, so to your point, which you'll make that particular person you know very happy because mm -hmm. when we first started doing this, one of the things was just that. He's like, Nick, when you're bluffing, you're putting out too small of a bet because mm -hmm. you're scared and you don't want to risk whatever. And when you got it, you're putting out pot size or bigger in pot. Like, uh, And he's even said these words. Somebody like Garrett or Nick Arcott will know this mm -hmm. and somebody like, I'm not going to mention, and somebody won't pick up on it. Mm -hmm. But the players that you have to be careful of are the thinking players and, and it's like you're playing face up. Yeah. So that's one of the things I had to adjust. I didn't even understand sizing three times, four times in out of position mm -hmm. until a year ago. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, three times plus the dead money. Like, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. I was playing on the Friday games like a fish. Mm -hmm. The only reason I was beating the Tuesday game at, at the bike was because I just went down in class. And I was crushing because I literally played for two years with, with the, the best, best players, players in the world. Los Angeles. Like, so the for game. me, I would have never changed that in the world. Even when I was playing the Friday game back then, the once a week, twice a week, dude, I loved playing with those players because if I could get better and win, it was a real accomplishment mm -hmm. for me. For sure. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how I feel like playing these games too. It's like as I've played more, like getting to play with Andy a ton and stuff, I've definitely gotten better. And yeah. seeing like 
you know, I've played with Garrett now and seeing like how he plays, like I've definitely improved and I've played small amounts with them compared to you. So I can only imagine like, I mean, it's just like you learn so much by playing. And that's yeah. the thing people don't understand is like the first time you like four bet light, it's fucking scary. I mean, so scary. Uh, last Sunday, I, I five bet with Queen Jack off. Oh man, you! I was like, "Fuck, this is so such a punt." But it, after you do it a couple times, you're like, "Okay, I yeah. can do this. This is good." And like, yeah. you can get comfortable playing the like playing poker and yeah. not just like waiting. And I think yeah. that's the big shift. Well, I've been able to. What I've had to do is I've been able to exploit my image as I evolved you're good because, at that. like you said. If I bet this amount, I have it. Well, now it's not always the case. Mm -hmm. But now people are catching on to that. So then sometimes what I do is I go back for a few weeks and I have it. Mm -hmm. And back and forth. But these are the things that I didn't understand. And Garrett used to be the master. If you're listening, the best at this. Mm -hmm. Dude, I used to like, he used to go to two or three weeks of only over betting when he didn't have it. And I would see that. And then he would switch and only do it when he had it. And he would fucking stack me like every time. And I'm like, and then I would joke and say, which week are we here? Are we have it week or not have it? And I was so confused. He was so balanced and so thoughtful of mm-hmm. everything he did. That's when I started realizing, oh my God. And I think that's, so speaking of Garrett, I think one thing that Garrett does, I don't necessarily think Garrett's poker strategy that he uses is better than anyone's. I, I don't think it's that. No, I know why he's level. better, but you'll say it. I think it's his emotional control and his EQ. He doesn't get tilted. You show Garrett a bluff, he doesn't get tilted. Nope. You... Like you needle him, like it's. I've gotten Garrett a little tilted a couple times, but it's very hard. Yeah, you did it. He does. End. He doesn't. And it doesn't change how he plays. Or, but he also understands your emotional state. So when you're ready to blow up, he can. He cues in. This guy's ready to blow up, and he he comes ready to receive. When he sees, wow, this guy just won a big pot, and he's not. He doesn't want to put the money in. He puts all the money in, and so he's very aware of like the situation and everyone else's situation mm-hmm. in the game. Oh, he's and very everyone's smart. emotional status. He's very smart. He knows exactly when to attack. And that to me is what makes him the best. Is he's very keenly aware. And so something I try to work on too is like. How has this person been doing today? How are they been doing the last 10 minutes? How are they feeling? You're smart. And I try to think about that. Now, I still forget a lot where I just autopilot or whatever. Yeah, of course. But that to me is the difference that between like Garrett and like everyone else. You're you're absolutely spot on. That's that 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 is his strengths and um and he's very good at picking he's very good at picking his spots too he knows every player he knows if a player is not going to be knocked off a hand with mm-hmm. just a pair he knows when to put the money in he knows when a stack is a little bit scared he knows mm-hmm. when it's very scared um he's very aware of all these uh points you're saying uh to the point of uh mastery mm-hmm. like i, I he he's really it's was, awesome was to watch. The, yeah it's, it's awesome to watch he was he, I, I say was like he's gone forever. He probably isn't, but he, he's he's the best at that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, and I think a good example of that is um, there was that hand the day before the drama where he shoved the king five into Andy as kings. I'm yeah. sure you've seen this, like 3x pot, 300k yeah. and 80k. Yeah. And that hand, I mean, to me, that hand is just an example of just pure mastery. It's not... It's nothing to do with range or blockers. It's an understanding that Andy doesn't have a jack. I'm all in. Yeah. And I think... That is super cool. And that's and what he has a, about. Here's the other thing. He has a lot of history with Andy. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, has been in Andy's head. Of course. And so I've he, talked to Andy about this. Yeah, Andy's and openly so, saying, like, Garrett's just gotten the best of him. He's in these gotten big the best spots, of him. All, and and so these are the things why Garrett's doing what he's doing mm-hmm. because he understands that dynamic, the yeah. metagame of it. And uh, to your point, yeah. And, uh, and he's very smart at this, too. And this is, you know, it's a business and it should mm-hmm. be this way. But, like, 
like say when I was playing at the bike in seat five, they always customer service. Right, if I was a fucking haircut at the table, they would have got a, a fucking barber. Like whatever to make me happy, right? Just make them happy, okay? Seat five, whatever, you draw around mm-hmm. you, anything. But most of what there was like, you know, six or seven other, you know, pros, killers. And so what Garrett was really good at too is sure, he would exploit Andy. He would find good spots for other people too, like a Dan Zach who mm-hmm. who's a great player but can all but also knows how to make a fold, mm-hmm. right? But what he was doing, and the other players were doing too, is they were just trying to figure out how much of how to get as much equity of my losses mm-hmm. as they could get during that session. So there was one time where, and Garrett laughs about this. He thought it was the funniest thing that I ever said, and we talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Is he would continually put himself in his position, depending where he was at the table, to try to isolate me. Yep. Why wouldn't you? Of course. Right? Okay. So he did it again. He isolated me in hand. It was like for the fifteenth hundredth time, and I finally go. I know what you're doing, okay? And it's fucking rude. <laughs> it's funny because it is. And it was he knew exactly what I meant and literally almost fell off his chair. And then, of course, I donked off whatever it was in that hand anyways. But um, but that's a smart player. Yeah. They're not just clicking buttons. Like, yeah. they get it, you know? So, yeah, to your point. Um, anything else you want to say on any of that? No, I mean, I think that, like, uh, another thing, like, I noticed, like, these guys like Garrett is like, for example, like he keeps the right players in the pot. Like yeah. he doesn't squeeze against the, the pros, like the, like the recreationals behind him. And like, he'll f- like, he'll flat a three bet with a really strong hand to keep someone else in. And yes. these are all subtle things that make him very good. And yeah. like, they, they compound upon themselves where he ends up in better situations post flop because of, these decisions, which give him better opportunities to make better decisions against people who are making worse decisions. Right. And there, that there comes the money, you know, turns into cash. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't have the hand memorized, mm-hmm. but can you, you played last week, mm-hmm. the biggest pot in hustler casino lives history. Yeah. That was nice. Nick Arcot is the winner of the biggest pot in our <laughs> history. So whatever type of brand you're trying to build, whatever trying to baller you're trying to be, you binked it. Yeah, okay. pretty good, right? It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, You feel very good about cool. it. I feel amazing. How many times have you watched that fucking hand? Probably 10, 20. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Are you kidding me? That was awesome. Just, but you're only watching it because you're trying to learn something right now. Oh, you're yeah, I'm just it. trying to study myself. <laughs> like, trying to study, yeah. yeah. All right, walk me through the hand. I don't have notes on it. I don't know the betting. I don't know the rivers, the streets. Mm-hmm. Just can you tell me what happened? Sure, so it was um, one, two, two, four is the game. Okay. And uh, Andy had just lost a big pot, so he goes to his bag to get chips. Mm-hmm. And he's like first to act. So we're all yelling at him. Andy, Andy, come on. Go, go, go. So he's like, call blind. So he calls 400 blind. Okay. And then it folds around to button clicker on the button. And he says, you know, I'll take that blind money. And he makes it 2000 And then Bill Klein's in the small blind. He calls 2000 And I look down at the beautiful natural nine, five, four suited. Five, four suited. Okay. So, I mean, I make a standard three bet. I think this is normal for me. It's we're great. Si- we're sitting 1,000 BB deep. Got you fucking paid. Yeah. So we're sitting 1,000 yeah. big blinds deep. I'm going to have like, you know, these hands. So I make it 13,000. Andy folds his hand, button clicker calls, and Bill calls. So there's like 40,000 in the pot. We go to the flop. The flop is the beautiful 367 rainbow. <laughs> Just flop the How nuts. How does that happen? I know. How does it happen? And uh, Bill checks. And so... For whatever reason, I think this is a good spot to bet bigger. So I bet half pot, 20,000. Yeah, you're, but, you, but you're, are you thinking at the time I'm trying to take advantage of a board that I shouldn't hit? I'm just thinking like over pairs never fold. Never, and yeah. I just, I'm not really repping much here. That's what I mean. Exactly. And so someone's going to say bullshit. And I don't, and I had the perception based on the few hours of play with button clicker 
and I don't mean this to be rude, but I think he perceived us all to be pretty fucking terrible and had very little respect for our poker games. That's just the vibe you That's felt. That's the vibe from, I felt. Yeah, okay. And That's so fair. I felt that like in these pots, that, especially these three bet pots where he's in you position. You can take advantage of your, of your fish persona. Yeah, and the fact that he thinks that like, I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. Right. So I bet half pot 20,000 and cl button clicker calls. And so when he calls, I think he has, you know, a set to pair or over pair or maybe eight, nine for a straight draw. And then Bill folds. And so I, I was kind of thought Bill just had garbage, but he made a really good but fold. But he has to have one of those hands. There's no way he's on a big pair. There's right. no way. It's, so it's, he could have an over pair, like tens, eights, nines. Nothing like crazy, like aces or kings. Like he's yeah, not, okay, he doesn't have it. those. Yeah, but like, pair, like eights or nines. Yeah, yeah maybe, sure. maybe even jacks. Maybe because he's trying to keep Bill in the pot. But I don't probably even not. think he has jacks. Yeah, I think he not. just four bets. So I think he has an over pair. A lot or two pair. Maybe seven, six and maybe a set, but unlikely. And then the turn is the jack bringing the back door flush draw. And uh, so now I think. So that wait a minute, you bet one on the flop, twenty thousand into forty thousand, and he pop. calls Bill Folds. Yeah, so now there's eighty thousand in there. Yeah, and we're playing four hundred thousand behind, and um, the turn is the jack bringing the backdoor flush, and so I think that like I'll have a lot of hands I just give up with here and check, and then like I would also check some flush draws, and so like it's pretty reasonable spot to check, and I think like you checked. Yeah, I checked, and so I so I checked, and I also think that he might stab dead potentially but i also just think that my hands i just feel like i had him like in a very bad shape and whatever i wanted to check i checked and when he bet i just realized he had a set so he bet forty five thousand, and i just felt for sure he had a set because even now the way i see it is the board's six seven three jack i three bet out of position bet the flop into two people i don't see what hands he bets on the turn that aren't sets yeah i don't think he bets eights nines or tens no I don't think he bets flush draws because he's scared I'm going to no, blow him off. No him. Knees, yeah, he could, I don't he think get he, knocked out. I don't think he bets seven six because like once again like that just hand wants to pot control the pot's going to get huge, so I don't think he has any hands that when he bets there I think he only Can has. You put sets. him right where he was in your so head. I, so I was like, you have a set. You're just praying right now. Don't pair the board. Don't pair the board. Oh yeah, and I also was like, I don't want. There's a lot of rivers that I think kill my action, like spades or sure, like an yeah. ace or king or whatever. He might get away from. What it. was the river? It was a king. Of, the first one was a king of spades, so it would have killed my action because it would have brought the backdoor flush and another potential better set than his. So that's why I just ripped the turn. I was just like, I think you have a set. I don't think you're ever folding. I'm all in, and you know, he didn't fold. <laughs> wow. And I was nervous. You, I was going to ask you, like, legit, did you go twice, yeah? Yeah, I let him pick. Yeah. But, so I said, I said, it, you know, it's up to you. Well, Lauren immediately goes, like, how many times, gentlemen, or whatever? And I was like, it's up to you. And in my head, I was like, please say twice, please say twice. Why didn't you just say twice? Well, if he said it's up to me, I would have said once. Because I would try to pull, like, the gangster move on him. Okay. <laughs> but I wanted right. to go twice. But you wanted to go twice. I wanted to go twice. Was your heart racing? Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck okay. yeah. I was it like, was this racing. is a lot. Yeah, I was like, this is a lot of chocolate chips. What was the, what was the feeling when you turned your hands over and you realized you won both both uh -huh. what was that feeling and be like just try to explain it it was it was surreal like, I, I i didn't even realize how big the pot was like i didn't realize any of it until all the chips were in front of me and i was like, like whoa i have a million dollars in front of me now like that just escalated quickly surreal, you know? right yeah it was super surreal i mean yeah it was really surreal and like uh you know it was fun like lauren's there i love lauren like she dealt the hand super fun how much did you give her like two thousand and change. Nice. That was reasonable. I didn't know what that's to tip. Very cool. Who knows? Who <laughs> yeah. knows that? Who would? How could you know? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's fair. I was talking to DGAF after. I was like, I tipped her two thousand. Is that enough? Like, do I need to give more her more? He's great. like, No, that's plenty. I was like, no, Okay, was good. I was like, tip. I don't know what to no, do. That was a very nice. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know what to do. With this yeah, pot. I mean, she got you through two fucking rivers, bro. Are you kidding me? Yeah, at least two thousand. Yeah. I um, mean, that was stressful. Yeah. What did you say to him on the way out? Did you needle him? 
So when we were, <laughs> so everyone's like on my case, like you're such a dictum. First of all, I just want to say this very clearly. If you are a super pro and you come to play and I'm in the game, I'm going to needle you. Even after you lose. I don't five. give a, I don't give a fuck. Okay. Especially if you're a super pro. That guy is printing in that game. He's making so much money just being there. You got to be able to take the needles from fish like me. So you're just saying if button clicker played on a regular basis, he's printing. Of course. Okay. And I think. Even on the one-off, like he's like, let's just be frank. He shouldn't have played that game. Like that, there were players in the game who did not want him to play. When they found out he was added, they were not happy. Hmm. Now, why did Ryan add him? I have no idea. I've never I don't, discussed he, this with him. Someone was someone vouched that he's fun in these games, and hmm. Ryan was, was he? I, I no one. Did he bring anything else to the table? Was he interactive? I didn't watch. No. Okay. I, I don't think so. Okay. So what'd you say? So, <clears throat> you know, we got it all in, and uh, I won the first board, and. Uh, he, you know, I said, I asked him about the other hand, the ace king of hearts. I was like, did you bluff me that hand? He's like, I'll tell you if I lose this pot. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I said, if you lose this pot. That's when he had jacks full. Yeah. So yeah. I asked him about that after I won the first board. And I said, oh he God. said, if I, he said, I'll tell you if I lose this, this second board. And I said, if you lose the second board, you'll be on your way home. <laughs> <laughs> he said that? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, yup, I'll be on my bike to Vegas. Like he was fine. Like he, yeah. he understands that needles yeah, are yeah, open. Yeah. And then as he was leaving. I, I told him, I asked him, I said, so wait, so did you bluff me the other That's hand? That's what it was? Yeah. And he said, no, he said, I had it. He said, no, I had Jax. Fuck. And he walks <laughs> off. <laughs> he had to admit that too. You got the best of them both times. I got the best of them both times. <laughs> That's really sick. That's really sick. I, I, I wasn't intending to be a dick to him or anything, but I also think like it's funny and it's fine. Like he's no, in a great spot. You could tell you were laughing up a storm oh, when was, he was walking away. You were very giddy. I was giddy as hell. Giddy, you yeah. know why? So before the game, one of the guys that didn't want him to play particularly was JR. Not because I think he was too good, but he, JR just wanted it to be like people he knows, you know? Okay. Which is reasonable. I think like I sure. also prefer when the lineup is like people I all know because it's mm -hmm. just like comfortable, right? And so before the game, I told JR, I was like, don't worry. Like he's some online guy. He's going to buy in for 20K. He only, probably only has like a couple bullets. I'll felt him for you and we'll play just us. Yeah. And then he came with like 400k, and we were all like, "Oh fuck, we can't felt this guy. Like he has too much money." Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. So then when I felted him, I was so happy to tell Jr. <laughs> I got you, buddy. I told you I'd take <laughs> is care of you. That what you told him? Yeah. <clears throat> Did he laughed. Yeah. Now is he not? Do you think he's one of the most improved players? Jr. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Jr. is tough. He's tough, right? I mean, yesterday he ran, but he's improved. Dude, he wasn't always this tough. Yesterday he ran a sick bluff where someone opened Andy three bet, and he cold called from the third blind. Okay. The flop came seven deuce three. Andy bets big. JR calls. Turns of four. Yeah. Andy bets like 16K with kings, okay? JR, it's rainbow. JR makes it like 60. Andy calls. The river is a brick, and Andy check or uh, JR's first, and he bets 110. You gotta fold kings. Have to. Yeah. Fold kings, right? JR's pocket fives for the blockers. Wow. Just runs it. I mean, he's getting so much better. And yeah. he's, JR's like, the thing about JR too is like, he's not scared of money. No, so no, like, of course. Yeah, so you, you he's can't like, push him around. Yeah, so it's like not only is he willing to call you down, but he's also now he's finding the 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 ability to bluff. To put pressure on and you. And that's what's tough. Because a lot of the guys like JR, their initial weakness is they're willing to put a lot of money in calling. But not bluffing. But not bluffing. Yeah. And so when they're putting a lot of money in aggressively, you can just be like, oh, they have it. Like they're not bluffing. But now he's running yeah. these big bluffs, and now it's gonna it puts you in situations where you're like, I know he's capable, and now it becomes very tough to play against. Yeah, well, kudos to if you watch ever watch this JR, kudos to you because mm -hmm. I've noticed the improvement. I, you know, I don't, 
I don't know if he likes me. I get a weird vibe from him. I try to talk to him, but he's... I like Jared. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. Jared, if you're out there, will you text me and tell me you like me? And I like totally got a complex. I think I, te- I think I text you like two weeks ago. I don't... I think he left me on read. He airballed you. Yeah, he airballed me, bro. But anyways, I like you. So, and thanks for coming back. I'm glad he made a comeback. Yeah, dude. That was J- the shortest... That was a shorter retirement than fucking Jordan's, I mean, you know? thank goodness. We needed JR. <laughs> JR yeah. is the best. Well, he is. He is the best. He's, he really he's great is. for the game. Not in a fish way, but he's no, just like, good he's for just the game. Good. Yeah. I think People love him. He's just so fun to be around, too. Yeah. Like, like, so uh, I think he tweeted this, so I don't mind saying it. So after the stream yesterday, we played one hand, and the board was ace, ace, jack, jack, jack. Okay? Mm-hmm. And JR had ace, queen, and Andy had king, jack. So he, yeah. riv- he rivered quads versus ace is full. On the river, there's like 50K in the pot, and Andy bets like over 100. And JR obviously calls and loses. And, you know, most people, like, that's the last hand of the game. Like, literally, the stream ended, we played that hand, and the game broke. So he loses like 150K last hand. Right? Yeah. What would you have done? Probably, We're fucking playing. Yeah. Hopefully I had blanks in my gun. Yeah. Yeah. And which right? I didn't kill lose, Ready to lose yeah. your mind, right? Yeah. 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 Andy, I'm happy for you, man. Like, I'm glad you won. Yeah. No, I know. He's, he's Knocks the table and he's ha- chats a little bit and then leaves. I'm like, dude, if that was me, I would have been like, fucking lock the door, Andy. <laughs> We're playing heads up. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck whether or not you want to. Like, that, No, you know? I get it. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, he's a class act. Such yeah. a class act. Class act. I couldn't say enough... There are some really fucking cool guys who play on the stream who I just can't say JR, Eli, Mike X, Patrick. I mean, such classy guys. Such classy. Win or lose. Yeah. Whatever's going on, I admire them a lot. We got a good bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, Nick, lastly but not leastly, what is there anything you want people watching to know about you that they don't know? Or do you have any closing statements that you just want somebody to know, the poker community to know, me to know, like anything? Do you got anything or are you just are you good? Um, I'm a sensitive boy, so I would appreciate if people stopped hating on me in the comments. <laughs> yeah, well, That's all you're I got. preaching to the choir here, bro. I got my own problems. We're, me and Nick are two sensitive boys. We don't want to be hated on. We just, I, you wanna, know, I really am. I, I'm not. When I say I'm sensitive, yeah, I'm not kidding. No, like, I am too. When I find out someone doesn't like me, or I read like a comment like, "Oh, the fucking Nick is the worst. He's such a dick." I, I'm like, damn, Dude, like, that hurts. That hurts. Like, it hurts me. <laughs> you know what's really good though? Not good. It's not good. Mm-hmm. What's the only positive out of a lot of stuff that's been going on with me is like when I first started, okay, I wasn't used to this scrutiny. Mm-hmm. I played at the bike. I was the fish. Everyone mm-hmm. loved me. Yeah. Okay? Like it don't was like, tap oh. the glass. Every once in a while, it'd be like, oh, that guy's so bad. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, wow, that's mean, but whatever, right? <laughs> Berkey would talk some shit, but... <laughs> that's fine, yeah. I don't want to bring him up. Please don't add fucking <laughs> okay. logs to the fire. I'm trying to fucking go on an apology tour here. I like the fire. <laughs> so... um, but it's weird because like when I first started this and the stream started going, like I started taking so much heat in mm-hmm. my own chat. The most, like, the I, most. I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, mm-hmm. I brought you free pro- poker, leave me the fuck alone, <laughs> right? But I, I didn't understand, I just didn't get it. And mm-hmm. when they would call me a nit, it would be like, what are they doing? Like, why are they mm-hmm. doing this? Now, with the heat I take and have taken over this whole thing that's gone on, like I could take so much now. Like you call me something, I don't even care. Like mm-hmm. you could say, call me that, you could whatever. So. I have toughened up 10x, mm-hmm. but I got a long way to go. Me too. Because like I've said, in almost every time I've had a mic since this thing is like, I've made so many mistakes mm-hmm. during this like scandal thing and my own attacks and everything else that I wish. It's really weird because if I was telling Mike Mattisau this earlier when I did uh, I did a pod with him earlier on Zoom, it's like, man, if you're, if you're quiet, they come after you because there's something there. Mm-hmm. If you're not, they come after you for everything you say, like you can't win. And I'm just, uh, I'm trying to get to a point now where you, maybe you should try it. It's just like, 
I'm just trying to tune it out. That's what I'm Because I'm just not used to it. Yeah. I wasn't used to the scrutiny. Like everything I always did, I, I did like good yeah. and people liked me. And, you know, and now Billy, I'm, Billy talks about this <clears throat> DJF who um, yeah. I'm very close with, as you know talks about this all the time he says you know when you play on the stream and you choose to be in that environment you're it's a reality show and yeah and people don't understand like we're like we're it's just we're just existing and like we're having we're fun and like playing poker yeah, and like playing. when everyone loves to like you know when i do something crazy and i'm drunk and i irritate people or yeah you needle chris or you yeah, say whatever. whatever you say that pisses everyone off or you tell people two round straddle and they think oh whatever dude like we're just existing yeah. playing having fun like yeah. clearly like we don't aren't trying to upset this the viewers. We're not trying to upset anyone else. We're just it's just like we're just here. Yeah. And like sometimes people just get so worked up that I, know. I just like I can't know. breathe. You know, it's like, crazy. And the amount I mean, especially me because I talk a lot. No, you take a lot of heat, and I take a lot of heat in the comments and the chat. It's fifty fifty. Yeah. They either love it or they and fucking it's, hate. It's you funny guys. though because every time I'm in a casino, people come up to me, but I've it's never positive. had never had negative interaction. Well, you know who said that. Uh, it was Joey Ingram did a thing last night. I don't know if you watched no, it. No, I did he not, did, but I saw he, he did the started thing. doing a thing. Mm -hmm. And he said something. I watched it for a few minutes, and he said something that was really profound because mm -hmm. I noticed this, too. When I went to the WSOP, I had nothing but love. Mm -hmm. Pitchers, love, hello. And But he said this. He said it's weird because the people, it's a very small percentage of people that don't like you, mm -hmm. but they won't say anything to you mm -hmm. when they see you. They just look at you and think, oh, that's that guy. But the people that are cool or your fans, they'll say something. So... It's just so you know, too, when you're walking around, everyone in the casino is telling you nice things. There's half the people. Oh, I know. Guts, yeah. And the funny thing, too, is like <laughs> I go. So I don't know if you know this, but I go yeah. in the chat, the YouTube chat when yeah. the stream is like yeah. maybe twice a week. I try to yeah, go in there. in there. Yeah, I think it's good. Like It's I good for the people. Exactly. That's why yeah. I do it, because yeah. like it doesn't do anything for they me, like but it. I think it's fun. Yeah. But I also like know who like talks shit about me in the chat. Like right, generally, right. I know the names, so I always go in there and I say hi to everyone. Like anyone says, "Hey Nick," I respond to them. Sure, I sure. do my best. Okay, right. and I'll see the people who are like, "This guy's a fat, annoying, dumb, fucking trust fund baby." Like, shut the fuck up, blah blah. blah. And then I come in the chat. Hey Nick, how's it going? <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> I'm just so crazy dying in my house. I'm dying, but I always respond. I don't like. I'm just like, you know what? It's fine. I yeah. don't care. It's all good. Yeah. And I love the chat. I love the people watching make the show. And it's true. I mean, it's true. They have with, the right. Exactly. And without them, the show wouldn't be there. That's right. It wouldn't be as fun. We not have their fun. We wouldn't have the games we have. Yeah. And it's part of the, it's part of what comes with it. I choose to play on the show. I know it's part of it. Yeah. Well, you know, the positive part of, of all this is this and people, I don't know if they understand this or maybe they're jealous of mm -hmm. this. I don't know. We have such an, meaning we. Mm -hmm have such an amazing community at High Stakes Poker Productions or uh, mm -hmm. Casino Live. And we're like such a family fighting. Sometimes we fight family, this, we have disagreements. But it is so fun mm -hmm. to come in and sit with your friends on a weekly basis and play the game you love at a high level that a lot of people can't play. Mm -hmm. And so I have to remember that, that I am very blessed. Yep. So are you. And that's what I need to keep my eye on that ball and try to tune out some of the other stuff because I am sensitive. Mm -hmm. I'm, I got the beard, the tattoos. You wouldn't think so. Yeah, I could throw, but I'm very sensitive. Yeah. After, if I beat you up, I'll probably cry Yeah, because I'll feel bad for you. <laughs> so anyways, Nick, anything else? No, That's pleasure. it. You got it. Okay, yeah. guys, we finally got the air ball in. <laughs> he is the biggest pot winner in, at this point, November 17th. So nineteenth? Oh shit! Uh, in by November nineteenth, two thousand. What am I in? Twenty two. Twenty two. <laughs> this is the winner of the biggest pot in our history for now. 
We'll see if we can break that. Maybe you can break it. I'm hoping to. Okay. And uh, again, we're here with Nick Airball Arcot. I am Nick Fertucci, and this is the Nick Fertucci Show. Envy out. All right. Thanks. Perfect. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs>